Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike and I got my linemate Matt with me. And today we are doing the conclusion of our, this is our fourth of fourth podcast on the NHL teams and what their current state is, where they are. But before we get into it, do us a favor, give us a follow on Twitter and uh, subscribe to the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. So here we go. To start off the day, we're going to start it off with Connor Murphy got a $4.4 million extension. That's going to be the cap hit four years. Go on ahead. You do the math. And I think it's huge because I think that he's a good defenseman. I don't think that he's a number one defenseman, but I think that he's a he's a good defenseman. Um, one year at 3.76 left on his current deal. And uh, I'm glad that that he's sticking around. I think that he could be really, really solid on that second line, second line defensive pairing. And he's going to, I think that he's going to, he's going to excel, man. I think he's better on that second line pairing than that first line pairing. Where are you at? Who do you got him slotted in with? Kalanuk? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's a fair, very fair price. Actually, very good price. Uh, he probably could have left and, you know, maybe got more somewhere else Yeah, if it came down to that. But, yeah, top four defenseman. Uh, he's, you know, he's a shot blocker. Uh, occasionally he'll get some points, which is good. But I think now that Keith is gone and we got Jones and McCabe up front, there's less pressure on him to do more. He can right. just do his job, don't get noticed every night, because that's what a good defenseman does, and he can contribute that way better. I think it's a good good signing, like it, and it it doesn't it won't hurt us, and um. Maybe he could play some uh, penalty kill time. I think too. Maybe he'll. Uh, maybe it was in the contract saying, "Hey, I want you know, I want some more special teams time," and he might earn it. Yeah, I, I think that he has already. He, you know, he he pretty much got thrown into the fire just by association of lo- alone from being in that Nicholas Dramelson trade. You know, a lot of people were expecting him to be hammer, and you know, yeah. it's a little unfair to him. And but I think that he has definitely stepped up and and grown and developed into a pretty solid defenseman in in his own right. It's a very hard guy to replace. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, this guy, how many career shot blocks? Probably over a thousand, which is insane. Uh, three-time Cup champion. Yeah, it, good luck. But just do the best you can. I think uh, it's gonna pay off for the Hawks. And the United Center also released their COVID-19 restrictions for attending games. It is if you are vaccinated, you will be let into the building. And if you provide a negative COVID-19 test and you are not vaccinated, they will let you into the building. So, you know, I, that opens up the door for the vaxxers and anti-vaxxers, I guess you could say. Um, obviously, we don't want to get political, but... Uh, that's you know that's where we are, and they're trying to abide abide to everyone. So uh, I, I commend them for that. So moving on to our, you know, this has been a lot of fun, man. Looking at the teams where they're where they're at, what they've done, because you really get a sense to see how things are going to pan out for next year. Today we are starting with the Seattle Kraken, and there isn't really too much that you could say about this team. You know, we could talk about the players, but we haven't seen these players play with each other yet, so we can't really give them a fair assessment. Do they make the playoffs? I saw some predictions that they're going to have 98 points next week. Now, that could be because of, you know, what the what Vegas did when, when they came in. You know, normally the 
the expectations are the floor for an expansion team. And because Vegas did so well, I think people are expecting Seattle to do a lot better. I don't think that they drafted as well as as Vegas did. So I'm not going to put them that high. So we're going to leave them out to... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say they're not going to make the playoffs in their first year. Where are you at? Yeah, I don't think they're going to make it either. But I do feel that they have a very strong goalie tandem with uh Grubauer and Drieger. Right. And that's that's got a it's a one A and a one B. And yeah, pretty if you much. have a good goaltender, anything can happen. So but I still think they will uh, you know, I'm just saying I I, I think it, it's just too hard, like you said, to predict, but the the Pacific Division, it's Vegas, it's probably gonna be Vancouver and la you know i i just fighting for a spot fighting yeah like we said over and over again the central is going to have the two wild cards no question central is a very very competitive division so i think uh, seattle hopefully they finish over 500 to keep the fans you know motivated and into it right but it's just too hard to predict all right let's move on to the blues now, the Blues are an interesting situation because they have a Vladimir Tarasenko that wants out of the organization. And I think, honestly, that makes or breaks this team, whether they're going to be, you know, we'll, we'll say vying or, and competing for a playoff spot or not. Do you think that Tarasenko stays in St. Louis? I think as of yesterday, when I saw Lou Lamorello sign those four players from the right. Islanders, that pretty much for me put the Islanders out of that sweepstakes of getting Tarasenko uh they you know they paid what's his name uh guy with a cool beard Palmieri a, a good amount of coin so I, I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna go for Tarasenko now so I do think he's gonna stay with St. Louis and hey he won a cup there and he's a fan favorite he's a very important player on that team but I think they're going to keep them. Um, I, I like the additions of Saad and uh, Bushnevich from um, the Rangers. I don't like that Saad addition. I know you don't because he's your boy, and we got to deal with him now, what, six to eight times this yeah. year? There is one thing that happened, I think, the same day as when we signed Murphy. They signed Colt Pranko, eight-year deal. I love that guy. Great defenseman. Plays it right. Take some notes, Eric Carlson. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's actually a Stanley Cup champion too. Uh, I do like Jordan Bennington. He's a he guy competes. He's uh, he's got a mean streak to him, and he's also won a Stanley Cup. And I think the Blues could either take that third spot in the playoffs, or they're going to take that first wild card. I think. All right, moving on to Tampa now. I think the question here is everybody wants to know, is Tampa going to three-peat? Absolutely not. I think that they've lost a few too many pieces, but is Braden Point going to turn it up? I mean, he's already, you know, a stud. Is he going to take it to another level? That could change everything. You know, a healthy Kucherov, a healthy Stamkos, you know, these are things that can, that can turn the tide because I'll be honest with you, man, I think that, I think Braden Point was their was their MVP. Uh, Vasilevsky was obviously incredible. 
Um, they, they, they just have a stacked team, man. They have a stacked team. I don't believe that they are going to repeat. Um, I think Corey Perry is a very, very good addition for them. Um, you know, he's he's a gritty player that they could really, really use on a tough team. And um, But I don't see them three-peating. Where are you at? Yeah, I don't think they're going to three-peat because they got rid of some really important guys because they had no choice. They they lost Yanni Gore to the fantasy or the expansion draft. They lost Coleman to free agency. They lost Savard to free agency. Uh they lost Tyler Johnson to the Blackhawks through a trade. Barkley Goudreau. I mean I can just keep going. But uh, they did add Corey Perry, like you mentioned. I I like that signing because he, he was built to play in big games, like playoff games. And the thing about him is he's been in the finals two years in a row now, and he's been on the losing end. So what does this mean for the Lightning? Are they going to make it and finally lose in the final now? Uh, I don't know. They also signed Brian Elliott to be the backup. Not sure about this one. I don't know about that one either. I think when you have a beast in Vasilevsky, Brian Elliott's probably going to play like, you know, 15 minutes, you know. Or fifteen games to twenty, maybe. Even if they allow that, who knows? This this kid might want to play a full eighty-two. Kind of reminds me of like Brodeur. He used to play like seventy-five games out of eighty-two, yeah. and he'd play a full playoff series and win the cup. Right. <laughs> so he he's very very good goaltender. Big fan of this team. They're definitely going to make the playoffs. Maybe even win the division. But I just think that all these games are going to catch up to them. Just like, you know, the Kings and the Blackhawks during those years. Yeah, just beat them down. Yep. So you don't have them winning the cup, right? No, no, I do not. Definitely a playoff team, though. Definitely. It might even win the division, the Atlantic, I think. All right. So let's talk about your second favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. That is not my favorite team. (laughs) (laughs) Or second. (laughs) So... The Maple Leafs are a are a team that needs a win, and I think that the pressure and the push is 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 weighing on them even more than it was last year. They had a golden opportunity to to you know move on in a very weak division. I believe I think that they should have uh, they should have made it pack, past Montreal. But the big question is, is can the big guns make it? Can they play in the in the playoffs? And so far they haven't. Now, yes, they did not have John Tavares in the in the playoffs last year. So would he have made that big of a difference? It's possible that he could have gotten a goal when they need when they needed one and 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 move them on to the next round. It's very possible. But this team is in desperate need of a win. I think that the pressure is just as big of a of a rivalry and an opponent as anybody that they play. Where do you see Toronto next year? I see Toronto being a very good team during the season. I think it doesn't matter how much money they have spent in the top guys because they're going to play, they're going to score goals, they're going to get their points. But in the big games, when the depth matters, they don't have it because all that money is spent up front. Uh, you got Tavares making close to 14, is it? Or 
You got Matthews almost the same. Marner making big money. Nylander actually might have been the best player in the playoffs at six million a year by a landslide. Yeah, Jack Campbell had a great run, but uh, looked pretty average to me in the in the playoff series against um, Montreal. And like you said, that was a golden opportunity for them, and that will never happen again. And they're in a very very good division, like. Boston, I think, is a very a powerhouse, and they got to get through them if they want to win the cup. And I don't see them doing that. So I got I them in either. the playoffs, but early exit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they'll definitely make it, but I don't see them going far. So we'll move on to Vancouver. Now I mentioned him earlier in in our in our series. Brandon Sutter. Brandon Sutter is on Vancouver. I think he's a, re- a reliable player. But I think he's getting to the twilight of his career. And another familiar familiar player, Matthew Highmore, is on, on Vancouver. Uh, you know, man, he, he played with a lot of energy. And I think that, you know, he tried to, you know, really make uh, the Hawks. But he just, he just couldn't crack it. There just wasn't a spot for him. But no. I think, uh, what's his name? Is it Brady Quinn? Not Brady Quinn. Quinn Hughes. Quinn Hughes. Gosh dang it, I couldn't even think of his Quinn Hughes, name. yeah, the, the very explosive, offensive-minded defenseman. But yeah. he, does, he does play a good two-way game. I give him credit. Yeah, he does, and he's obviously the highlight of this team. Um, I, don't, I, I see them maybe being like a Calgary team, to be honest with you. I see them winning games one goal, you know, three to two, four to three, two to one. You know, one of those types of teams where they're not going to be blowing guys out of the water, but they're going to be sneaking wins by. Um, but And you know what? I think that there's a possibility that they might make the playoffs. Where do you have yeah. them? Yeah, I maybe got them competing for that third spot with the Kings. I think they're kind of like an equal team. They got uh, some good players, Bo, Bo Horvat and um, Thatcher Demko, the goaltender. He yeah. um, He's kind of... They're pushing him to be like he's the next guy that's going to be a top five goalie. And I've seen some good games where he's turning it up. And I know last year they had some that they had a big COVID outbreak and they were out for two weeks. And you know you felt bad for him because they were getting hot and then that that happened and then they just kind of missed out. Uh, but I can't really say anything nice about Vancouver. I'm sorry. It's just because of those battles we had with them. <laughs> uh, you're not going to get any compliments from me. I, those were wars. I hated Alex Burrows. Hated Biesca. I, I, I like him now as an analyst, but uh, Ryan Kessler, I hated him. The Sedin sisters hated him. David Bolin, good good for him. Good line. Loved it. Sedin sisters sleep in bunk beds. But uh, yeah, I just I, I think they're going to be a playoff team, maybe third spot, depending on the Kings, how hot they get. But uh, yeah, very boring team to watch. Uh, don't understand some of the moves. They, they made some trades with um, Winnipeg. I think they traded uh, Nate Schmidt, who's an, a pretty good defenseman. And I know he was really upset when they traded him from uh, Vegas and... Uh, they ended up trading him to Winnipeg now. So, yeah, man, just boring team. Uh, yeah, let's move on to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, this is a team that perennially does very well, gets into the playoffs, makes it through a few rounds, and then something happens. 
you know, I don't know if the wheels just fall off or they just lose air in their tires, but they just can't seem to close the deal. Uh, they have a solid team coming back next year, led by Mark Stone. And at the, they were able to re-sign Alex Martinez, which I think is a huge part of their team. He's a big-time player. Um, he's not you know, regarded as a superstar, I, w- I don't think, but he's, but he's a very solid defenseman that uh, always does what you need him to do. And um, they also got Matthias Jenmark, who played for the Blackhawks last year. I loved him. I thought he played you know, a 200-foot game, and he was a, a really great player. I see this team making the playoffs because uh, they're in a weak division, but uh, they're they're also a force to be re- reckoned with. Where are you at? Yeah, I got them finishing first in the Pacific. Um, they're probably going to be my Stanley Cup favorite just really? by looking just by looking at their roster. I, the flurry thing was kind of a kind of I didn't. I mean, I'm happy it happened for us, but I know most Vegas fans. Probably, you know, he's a fan favorite, was the first pick over there for them. And he was a Vesna Trophy winner, but now it's Leonard's turn, and we've seen him too, and we know he's a really good goalie. But looking at their defense, man, they got, like like you said, Alec Martinez is back. He's a two-time Stanley Cup champ with the Kings. They got Shea Theodore, who's a top number one defenseman in my eyes. And then they got Alex Petrangelo, who's another number one. So you got two number ones on your team on the ice almost every other shift. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, and, and then they, they added Nolan Patrick from uh, Philly, who was he was a first-round pick for them. And he just never worked out. But I can see him being very good on this team. And um, another defenseman that they have, I like uh, Braden McNabb. I like him. And I, I like Janmark. I thought when we got a second round pick for him, I, I was like, wow, I didn't realize he was like rated that high, you know? And uh, he was very good for them. He, uh, he was a solid like top six center or a forward for them. But my favorite player on this team is Alex Tuck. Um, he's like the... Uh, like the grinder, kind of like a Patrick Maroon guy, but he's scoring a lot of goals, and he lit up his former team, Minnesota, which was pretty cool to see because they didn't protect him. Right. But I'm picking these guys to win the Cup this year. I think they're finally going to get over that hump, and all this media of who's in net, Leonard or Flurry, it's over. We know Leonard's the man there. I think they're, they're going to focus on getting the job done, and I, I think they're going to be able to do it. A lot of people gave the GM a hard time about what happened with Fleury, and you know what? He said, I can't let a guy know anything until the trade call is made. It got leaked, and it got out, and that's how Fleury found out. And you know what? That's not his fault. It's not his no. fault the technology and you know the speed of information moves faster than you know yeah. maybe some archaic of rules for determining on when you uh, notify a player. You know, well, so look you at the fantasy, the expansion draft. We all we all saw it before right. it happened, right. and that was huge. They were depending on viewership for that, and yep. I, I I literally looked at every team, and they it was it was leaked big time. And I actually didn't believe it. it. I didn't believe I, yeah. it because How I'm like, no, this, these can't be these can't be their picks. There's no way. 
I, yeah, I, I, c- I couldn't believe it either. I'm like, wow, there's no Tarasenko. There's no Carey Price. Right. And you, you th- and it they ended up being, that was legit. Somebody leaked it and it ruined it. And as for Flurry, yeah, the GM, what can he do? He's like, I, I, it's, it's a rule. I can't say you've been traded until it's processed. Right. So until the trade call is made. So we'll move on to the Washington Capitals, the perennial, uh, you know, they're always been a, a great team during the play during the season, then the playoffs come and then they fall out. But you know what? Ever since they, that one year they won the cup, they've been, you know, trying to push to make it back. And man, I, I they just can't make it. And you know what it is? I think it's because I think Ovechkin holds the team back a little bit. Is he a great player? Absolutely. But you know what? They don't have the roster where he can play at his best. Um, I think that, uh, who is his center? I forgot Backstrom. his name. Yeah, Nicholas Backstrom. He is, Father Time is, is starting to knock on the door for him. He's still a good player, but he's not who he was before when he was getting 90 assists a, a season and setting up uh, and, and setting up Ovechkin. Uh, but they do have a tough team. You know, Tom Wilson's going to go out and, you know, he's going to do his thing. And they're going to score points, and they're going to be they're going to be exciting to watch. I don't think that they're built to win the Stanley Cup. They're, yeah, I think that they'll definitely make the playoffs. But to be honest with you, I'm predicting a, they're going to exit out in the first round. Well, I am I am going to predict they don't make the playoffs this year because um, if you look at their roster, their main core. Most of them are in their mid thirties now, and right? Like, like you were saying, Father Time's caught up to Backstrom. He's right. actually caught up to a lot of these guys, and they yeah. played big minutes. Uh, I think Tom Wilson is like the youngster on the team. He's like twenty seven or something, right? And you got Ovi's thirty six, and we all know Ovi's awesome, and he he's obviously playing to catch Gretzky. That's all it is. He's chasing Gretzky's record, which is cool. I mean, you people like. You know, want to obviously Washington fans want. Hey, let's. I want to. I want Ovi to catch the great one. Um, I don't think he will. I think the time is just it's going to catch up with him because, like you said, he's wasn't really hurt that much early in his career, but he's getting older now. And you know what? It, it sucks getting old. I mean, I I work construction and I have trouble getting out of bed. I can't imagine Ovi. <laughs> going to the rink every day, skating hard and playing 82 games. It's just, it's, it kills you. Um, as I was hoping Lundquist would come back to this team, you know, there was a kind of a big deal when they signed him and then he had his heart condition. And I, I thought if they would have brought him in, they could maybe make the playoffs, but I'm not really confident on their goalie, uh, Sam Sanoff, I think, or Sam, Sam, I forget. Samsonoff. No, it's it's pronounced differently, I think, but I, I just um it was weird to let them let Holtby go that year. I don't I didn't get that one. I know Holtby yeah, hasn't been the same, but he was a winner with them. They called him the Holt Beast over there and <laughs> he was good that year. They won the cup. He was a very solid goalie and I, I think like you said, Father Time is catching up with these guys and I think they're just gonna miss out now. I For think me, Ovechkin, I no playoffs. I think he got a five year deal. I don't think he's going to be able to finish that out, to be honest with you. I think I thought that, he only got a one-year deal. I no. thought it was five years. Jeez, he's 36. That's, well, because he's trying to catch Gretzky's record. Yeah, why can't you just do year by year and I think, make your I team honestly competitive? Think that, well, you know, so I'll look weird. it up. But I think that um, I, I honestly think that 
it's just going to be too much for him. You know, he played a very physical style game and, um, and he just, I don't think he's going to have enough left in the tank. You're right. He did sign a five-year deal, $47 million. Wow. Ah, uh, man, I, I don't, I don't get that one. I mean, I know the owner loves Ovi. I mean, how could you not as if you're an owner, this guy brought you in so much revenue. Brought them into, into relevance. Brought you a Stanley Cup. When has Washington I, ever, I you know, been a competitor, to be honest with you? Well, ever since Ovi started, they've been, you know, they've been close. They've been close a lot of years and then they ran into the, the Penguins and the Penguins right. said, yeah, no way. You're not ready yet, Ovi. And. But uh, that year they won. They were a very good team. They beat Vegas. Yeah. All but right, no moving on. For me. To the last team, the Winnipeg Jets. I'm really curious to see what Pierre-Luc Dubois does this year. He's going to, you know, go into camp. He knows where he's at. He's, I don't think that he has any grievances. I'm going to see if he could produce there. They've still got Blake Wheeler and Mark Shifley. Uh, and we'll see how, how this team pulls itself together. Uh, they can be an exciting team to watch sometimes, but I don't see them as a, uh, you know, oh Winnipeg's on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that on. <laughs> I, I don't think that they're they're that exciting. Uh, and to be honest with you, uh, I think this team is gonna be a sneaky team that's gonna win, uh, win some games that they probably shouldn't have won. And uh, I think that they, uh, I, I think that they might be on the outside looking in on the playoffs. And Paul uh, Stastny still has two years there, so you know, yeah. looking at the what was he going to be an ageless wonder there? <laughs> I don't know about these guys. Like, there's times when I watch them, I'm like, wow, these guys are good, and then I watch them, I'm like, wow, these guys are boring. I'm, I'm right. going to bed, you know. Um, they got Connor Hellebuck, who's a Vesna caliber goaltender, um, American. If we do go to the Olympics, I'm guessing he's going to be the starting goalie for USA, which is kind of cool. Right, uh, but. For me, the highlight of last year was their playoff series against um, Montreal when Shifley, you know, took that questionable run that hit. I thought it at was Evans. Yeah, it was unnecessary. Um, it was an empty the guy net. Ha- it was the guy an empty had He wasn't up. saving that. He, no, I, no. Especially I, if yeah. you look at Mark. Sh- I'm sorry to interrupt you. Sorry. Especially if you look at Mark Shifley's uh, his statistics in back checking, which are practically non-existent. Well, yeah, I mean, you could tell he was a little frustrated, like watching this young kid go with his head down, wrap around, easy goal. Yeah, he should have stopped, but um, four-game suspension, I I don't know about that one. Yeah. And I think that really hurt the team because when he was out, the next guy up was Dubois, and uh, he sucked. And he, I'm sorry, he was, he wasn't that good with the Jets. I know he had to sit out two weeks because he got traded over there. They had a quarantine and all that crap, but he, um, he was not good. So let's see how he is with a fresh start. You know, he's starting training camp here. Uh, let's, let's see what he can do. But I do like, you know, they got a, uh, Nikolai Ehlers, Connor, Blake Wheeler. They got some good players. And like I said, they added Nate Schmidt, who's kind of a, Kind of, he'll get you some points on the blue line, and I, I, you know what though? I really think they're missing Big Buff. Yeah. I thought he was an important piece on that defense, and he was uh, huge. Yeah, he was just a monster back there. It's hard to replace a guy like that who could skate, hit, score, good leader, uh, championship pedigree. Uh, this is a tough one for me. I, 
for the central, I honestly, I think it's going to be, you got Colorado, obviously I got a, for some reason, I, I just feel like St. Louis is, I don't, I, I just, they're hard to read sometimes. Sometimes they go on a crazy run and then they're really bad. It's kind of like Nashville. They'll, they'll be like, oh, and 18. And then when they need to win down the stretch, they'll go like 20 straight wins. (laughs) And like the Hawks will like lose to like Columbus or something. And we're like, no, we need these points, you know? Right. But I think the Jets maybe could compete in the wild card. Or maybe they'll be amazing. Connor Hellebuck will just shut the door and they'll be like maybe behind Colorado. So, But I think they could possibly make the playoffs. The only team, honestly, I'm not confident with making the, or I am confident that won't make the playoffs in the Central is Phoenix because they're just <laughs> terrible. Any other team, the, the Hawks, Nashville, um, St. Louis and all the Minnesota, these Colorado. guys can easily. Uh, Colorado's a given, but Minnesota yeah. they can make it, and it, that's what that's what makes the Central fun. It's so competitive, and then you they throw they give us Arizona. It's like okay, let's just uh, beat well, up on them for well, some. Free you guys points. can get some. You guys can get your two points, your sixteen points, <laughs> and uh, you know we'll just practice. Just throw out your backups that game and let your backup goalies give them some starts. But, give the uh, starters a, a, a long weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do you think they're going to do that again? The scheduling, like the back-to-backs? No. I yeah. really liked it, though. Yeah, so did I. It, it kind of created a, the rivalry Yeah, it vibe. did. I yeah. think it's like halfway through halfway through the season, a lot of teams were tired of seeing each other. Yeah, more fighting. That would be fun. Right, Just right. Just to uh, let them know you're there. Now that you mentioned Phoenix, I believe they have a bid in on a on an arena there in Phoenix. To be honest with you, I think the team needs to move to another location. Yeah, it's not working. It's definitely not working. Well, cool, man. Do you got anything else? Yeah, we forgot to mention uh, our captain Taser. He um, is skating with some of the boys, and um, they said it. The, all, the other guys have been saying he looks pretty damn good he looks well rested is energetic and we're hoping he could uh play game one for us and one through 82 would be would be awesome (laughs) and then um 16 straight games to the stanley cup uh, that that would be great for a win that would be great too i mean i'm I'm sure he's pumped yeah he's gotta be the moves we bowman made i mean he brought in a Elite defenseman. He brought in a Vesna goaltender, <laughs> and he brought in a Stanley two-time Stanley Cup champion forward. I mean, right. what's not to like about that? I think we got a lot to look forward to as Hawks fans. Yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. I and I honestly thought we weren't going to do much because of this whole uh, lawsuit going on, right? And it, totally opposite of what I thought. He he's going for it. He's trying to get these. These uh, our Kane, our pillars, Kane and Taves, uh, another run at it, and I think, you know, we're we're we could definitely. I think if we could sneak in, we can make some noise. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that we can. You just got to get in. To be honest with, to be honest with you, once you get in, anything can happen. Well, cool, man. Everybody, that's all that we got for you tonight. This is the conclusion of these four podcasts. It's been a lot of fun. Maybe we'll think of something else. We could do a three-parter in the in the future. 
And uh, But that's all that we got for you tonight. Do us a favor. Check us out on Twitter. Give us a follow. And uh, subscribe to the podcast if, you're, if you haven't so you don't miss out on any future episodes. This is a Tomahawk. We're out of here.